In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. St. Aloysius Gonzaga was one day playing a, a game of ball. In the midst of the game, one of his companions said, I wonder what we would do if we were to die this very minute. One of his companions said, I would kneel down and say my prayers. Another said, I would immediately go to confession. And a third said, I would, re I would run to the nearest church. And now it was the saint's turn to speak. And St. Aloysius immediately said, smiling, I would continue on with the game. The others exclaimed in surprise, how could you, of course, prepare yourself to die in such a way? But the saint quickly made a remark, I began this game with the intention of pleasing God, and therefore, I'm doing what is most agreeable to him. See, it's our intention which change and transforms our actions. St. Peter, Peter tells Christ in today's gospel, Master, we have labored all the night and have taken nothing, but at thy word I will let down the net. Symbolically, this is the difference between when we do things for ourselves and when we do things for God. It is intention. We can even make a meritorious act a sinful act. When one gives alms to the poor, one can truly do it to alleviate the woes of another in charity. Or one can do it in the opposite, through pride, in order to be seen as others as a, a great giver. Oh, look how good he is. Our intention is the first thing which we formulate in any action, the why. Intention is the direction of the will to gaining, to attaining the end through the means which we have. In order for actions to be truly worthy, we must have what's called a purity of intention. Purity of intention consists in doing everything from a simple desire to please God. Our Lord has said that according to the intention, whether it be good or evil, so, and as a result, our work will be judged as such before God, whether that intention was good or evil. We shouldn't throughout the day renew our intention, renew the reason why we are doing something. Of course, and we hope at the beginning of the day, when we consecrate that day to our Lord, we make intention for the whole day. It's the best way to start off the day, the morning offering. But even during the day, during our activities, we have to rekindle this intention, rekindle that consecration of the morning. We can use it at the beginning of an hour, every time we see the top of the hour, renew our intention. We can do it when we start on a new, new activity, whatever it may be. This, this helps us to continue with renewing that intention, renewing the why, the why we are doing something. We can do something completely, if you will, innocent and even um, good and renew that intention saying, I offer this up for our Lord, the good act that I'm doing, the work that I'm doing. But how do we know if we are doing things for God? What's the proof that we are doing things for God and not for our mere self? One of the best signs which we know we're doing um, a work that we're doing is for God, and if it's of right intention, we have a litmus test. If the work which we've 
tried to do, doesn't have the desired effect, we will not be all as disturbed. That's God's will, and so it has happened. Another good sign is that when, a a, when we finish our work and we're spoken ill about it or repaid with ingratitude, the person nevertheless remains tranquil, calm. And so, and the person says, so be it. It's God's will. Too often, though, it seems that we're like St. Peter. Success, it seems, is lacking. We try and we try, but to no avail. We're doing things for God, but our nets are empty. If it's true, it's true considering our souls, that we have tried, tried, we've toiled a great bit, but we've gotten nothing. The tremendous work that we've put into has little effect. We should not, of course, become discouraged. For God is working through us. Even though we might not see it, our human, if you will, success is, is lacking. Our supernatural success is only in the measure of God's eyes. It is God who is the one who truly is that judge of whether what we are doing is good or not. It's not the eyes of the world. Christ told St. Peter, after his long days of toils, to go out into the deep, launch into the deep. We have to have, if you will, that same mentality, the launch into the deep mentality. Go that extra step, even when all of the work that we've put into, the failure, or apparent failure, that we might have um, come across, have been encountered with, when we've been dealing only with that, go even further. For our Lord is testing us. Why are we doing it? For our own gain, for our own personal glory on this world, or are we doing it for our Lord? And so St. Peter heeds the call of our Lord and goes out into the deep. So he spent all night, the best time if anyone knows how to fish is at night in the early morning, and St. Peter knew that. He went out during the hot day, when it was probably a very small percentage chance that he would, of course, get any fish, but he did it nonetheless. So we have to be like St. Peter. Go, even though when our reason tells us this is, in a certain sense, a failure, when we, our Lord's pushing us to do it, to go out into the deep. For example, if the fervent prayers which we bring to God or the sacrifices which we offer up to Him bear no fruit, let us put ourselves at ease and just strive evermore. Why would we ever come to the conclusion that we need God if everything that we ask for God in prayer is given to us on a silver platter? We don't need prayer after that. We don't need to suffer. We don't need God at the end of the day. And we see society, modern society, is that, yes, we don't need God. We are God, and we provide everything for our own self. So it's not easy to not follow that inkling of God when he tells us to push. It's difficult to go that extra step. But when we want something, when we truly desire something, when our intention is full, when it is on fire, yes, we will be motivated. So let us stir within us that purity of intention. When the ends and the means are clear, God's glory, our own sanctification, 
then we will be pushed to follow after our Lord. So when encountered with crosses, sacrifices, and even apparent failures, it is hard, of course, to stay firm in our will. Let us be like St. Peter. He gave us this great example in today's Gospel. Let us respond with the same words of St. Peter. Lord, at thy word, I will let down my net. Meaning, as long as you say it, I will do it immediately. He was quick to comply with Christ's command, and as a result, was rewarded by his faithfulness. So when we find ourselves in similar situations, let us imitate St. Peter. When apparent contradictions, failures, crosses seem to always be racking up against us, don't let that us turn to despair, turn to discouragement. Say the same words of St. Peter, at thy word, I will let down my net. In other words, whatever you ask of me, O Lord, I will do it. I will do it out of love for you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.